0: back all right drew it's good to see you man.
1: good to see you man episode four what i
0: feel like time? no it's four that's how long oh. it's been
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> man now i'm starting to feel like everything's been um, in my uh in my mind like i've made everything up like everybody at work i'm like y'all aren't real like, I just made it up. Like, did I even, did you, do y'all even exist? Have y'all ever existed?
1: What's weird is like, you know, when I walk into work, I walk by several people before I get to my office. Um, or well now I'm like, I don't remember a bunch of people. And somebody was asking about somebody, uh, a coworker was asking me about somebody else. And I was like, who is that? And like the guy you always walk by. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even remember what he, I don't remember what he looks like. <laughs>
0: There's probably yeah, weird. there's probably some people at work that I haven't talked to probably like in two months where I realized like the only reason I talked to them because I was there at work. Yeah. I, I thought
1: about that today. Uh, earlier this week, I was, I was looking through my uh, instant jabber, instant messenger that we have at work. And <laughs> I was like, I haven't talked to that person in forever. I haven't yeah. talked to that person.
0: It's like, you're not real. That's just a made up name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't work here.
0: Uh, but, yeah, now it's getting real. I think now my hair is the longest it's ever been in my entire life. I was looking at some photos my grandmother gave me of my first uh, hair, my first haircut. My, and my, uh, my hair is longer than that now.
1: I, I mean, I let mine go for a while. But my hair, I, I, just, I just remembered when I grew my hair out before, when I used to have longer hair, like down to my chin. Because my hair grows straight out. It doesn't lay down.
0: Right, that's my it, that's my down.
1: Right but um, yeah, I was looking like I could comb the top of my hair because it was longer, but the side I look like Wolverine, all pointy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I haven't ventured out. I'm still. I'm not gonna go out. I'm just gonna like. I'm like, screw it. For the first time, I'm just gonna let it grow, grow, for to see the first time I could ever actually do something with my hair. Because my problem is, I have like I have like cowlicks all over my head, like all over my head oh, and my face yeah so it's like forget uh, it all right so we have a lot to talk about <laughs>
1: dude i put this movie on again right now and it just it, it came up to the
0: ending <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right
0: like, what? What's... to be i think to be honest i found out about this movie because you showed you sh- Told me about um, what's that one? That Miami, that Miami my movie. Connection? Yes, you told me about Miami Connection, and somehow I was like, I was like Draft House Films because this is this is a movie from Draft House, from Alamo Draft House. If you don't, if people are listening, don't know, they put out films, where they help people make movies, they produce movies, and this is one of their movies, and that's how I found out about it. Like I just started going through all these trailers. For Draft House Films, and that's how I saw his movie. I'm like, "What is this?"
1: Yeah, I found out about it through Draft House because I I had blindly purchased a few movies from them, and they were all great. And then this one came up, and I I couldn't figure out what it was about. Like it, based off the poster, I was like, "I don't understand what this is." Then I thought it was a documentary, <laughs> and I was like, then I kind of read about it, and I was like, this Doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, I was like, is this a a documentary? Because I've never heard of this really happening. (laughs) So I was like, I'll just wait. And I I never really heard about it until you brought it up to me. And I was like, all right. And then I started seeing on this movie website that I'm on, a few people were like, and it it was so divisive. Like, people just hated it. And then there were some people that they were like, no, you're just not getting it.
0: right was like, it's definitely one of those movies it's either or there's no in between like one of the reviews i read it said yeah this is not a movie that where you're going to get somebody that says ah, i was all right you know yeah. it's either it's either they loved it or they hate they're like fuck this movie
1: so, i don't even know if we said it the the movie that we're talking about if you keep up with us on instagram is called the fp f as in frank p is in paul
0: and it's short uh, for Fraser, Fraser Park, the city that it's filmed in, and it's a real city in Northern California. It's north on the on the on the five going out of L.A. It's a real city.
1: So first off, when this movie started, I was like, "Oh, this is like a you know a future, an alternate future," and then right. I was like, "Oh no, this is filmed like right now." <laughs> it's well, I don't even know what the timeline is. Like it, it could have been right now i guess it could be the future but i don't know it was was kind of weird the
0: the first time i saw it the first thing that i thought about it to, to describe it to somebody was like imagine like futurama like the whole plot of futurama where you're frozen for a thousand years and then they unfreeze you and you come into a culture you have no idea it's america these are yeah. Americans, and they're humans, but they're talking to you, and you have no idea what they're talking. They have no idea what they're saying to you.
1: Uh, the other The other thing too, I was thinking about it a little while ago, So I was like, I just did not get that movie, and now I know how my friends feel when I make them watch <laughs> some of <the> stuff. <laughs> like well, I want to apologize I want to apologize to all my friends that I've made, you know made them sit down and watch some of the weirdness that I watched.
0: So you, you're not wrong. It's it's not structured like a normal movie. It's barely structured at all. It's as far as like a three act story. It's barely yeah. structured. It's it's like it's like they made a movie in the '90s that was still stuck in the '80s. Like you're trying to make a uh, like you're trying to make a Charles Bronson movie in the '90s, but you yeah. want it to still look like Charles Bronson '80s movie. Oh my God! I mean. You know, the, the reviews that I finally read about it, they kept saying things that there's a lot of geeky references and that it references a lot of other movies. I'm like, "Uh, no, it doesn't." Like, really? yeah, like you said that it references The Warriors a lot or Rocky. I'm like, "No, no, it doesn't." Did you recognize the the narrator at the very beginning? Who it was? No. No. It's a uh, it's a uh, Ajax from The Warriors.
1: Oh, okay, okay. James,
0: what's his name? James Remar. James Remar. Most people, I don't know, most girls might remember oh, him. He, okay. Well Yeah, he he was lot, Samantha's boyfriend was, in Sex in the City.
1: When I was looking at this, when I was looking <laughs> this up online, the guy that has the patch, he has yeah. another movie. And uh, James Remar's in it. <laughs> uh,
0: so so let's let me let's tell people what this movie. Is. Let me just give you the basic plot of this movie. The basic plot of this movie is like some kind of weird like distant future although it does look like the past because they still use beepers um they drive old old cars cars. apparently nobody has a phone at their house you have to use either a payphone. and at the at the end uh the kcdc guy for some reason has a mobile like a super old mobile telephone um so it's yeah it's like stuck in i don't know it's the future it is the future but it doesn't look anything like the future.
1: It it is the future.
0: It is the future, but it doesn't look like the future. And the whole plot is the way that they're like gangs in the city, like the two four five and the two four eight, which the city's not that big. I don't know how they even have two zip codes, but they're they're fight they're like two different gangs and the way that they fight is they they do they fight on a dance game. And to get up and to get around calling it
1: like dance, or, dance revolution,
0: like right? That. To get around not getting sued, and they call yes. it beat 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 revelation. <laughs> <laughs> and right off the bat, if you watched it, everybody talks like uh, how would you even describe the way they talk? It,
1: it it's what I told you.
0: It's not even a bonix It's
1: not, I'm 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 not afraid to say uh, it.
0: It's, um, it's street. They talk like street lingo.
1: But it, it doesn't sound fluent. Like, they sound forced. Um, yes, because the whole
0: how, dialogue is street.
1: Like, have you ever heard somebody cuss and you're like, man, that person can cuss. Like, they could put the words together. and Right. It sounds cool. Like, these people sound like they're just learning how to cuss. <laughs> it sounds like somebody,
0: Like somebody who doesn't speak English and they're just catching on on the, on the cuss yeah. words. Yeah. And they say the N-word a lot. But they don't say a it lot. all the way. They say N-I-G-G-A a a lot, like everybody. And there's, a, I don't, I don't think there was one black person in this movie. Right. Yeah. there was a the sidekick is the Asian guy. Somebody described him as that KCDC guy. He was, uh, he was Mackay, he was Mackay to and Eminem. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> so like some like the AV club, like I said, a lot of these places are like, oh, it's like, it's like, it's like. It's like a joke. Like, the whole thing... Like, it knows it's funny. It's not trying to be serious. It knows it's funny. And that it ha- that it goes like... That it's like a wink-wink and a nod-nod to all these other movies. And I'm like, no, it's not. I think maybe they tried to do that. But they came up with their own weird meta cult movie. Because it's just... You're like, what the fuck is going on here?
1: I couldn't figure that out either. I was like, is this... Are they... Is this a joke? Like, are... Are they in on the joke? Or... Are they I did being serious? They didn't realize they were making a joke?
0: So it's the two brothers. It's the Trost brothers. The guy with the patch, his name is Jason Trost. The one they call Jatro. That's his real name, Jason Trost. It's him. He wrote it. And his brother, Brandon Trost, directed it. So they made a short. They made a 13-minute short out of it. And then they got money to make the movie. Their dad apparently is like a very um, famous uh, FX guy in Hollywood. And they feel they. I think they made it was forty. It cost them forty five thousand dollars to make it, and they made it there at their where they lived. They grew up on their dad's ranch, like it's all filmed there in Fraser Park. They it cost them forty five, and it only made forty thousand dollars at the (laughs) the box office.
1: I also heard that they recouped zero money from this.
0: Right, because yeah, it cost forty. It cost forty five, and they Uh, only made forty, so they lost five thousand (laughs) dollars. (laughs) <laughs> and amazingly,
1: they had trouble Getting funding because of that For the second, the second uh, or the sequel <laughs>
0: oh, oh, we're going to get into that um, But yeah, so basically It starts off with It's the two brothers, it's J-Tro and his brother B-Tro And they're about <laughs> to fight the other guys His name is L-W-E His name is Lee, but they call him L-W-E And they get in this J-Tro goes first and he beats one of the other Kind of little sidekicks and then his brother goes in there and he <laughs> he dies. He basically dies playing Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> and uh, when when you look at the game, when you look at the when you're looking at the screen how it's just like, the, you know, beat the Dance Dance Revolution, it's got all the moves in there it tells you if you're doing good, but it's all like it's all street lingoized. Like it says whack. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. No, still. And then, yeah, 187. Um <laughs> and it uses it uses some South Southern California lingo too because if you notice, that was the right other point, thing too. what it's it's like a bunch
1: of different a bunch of different slang mixed together and slang from different eras
0: all right. thrown in. And I was because like, in the middle, instead of saying points, it says ducats, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which is very Southern California. You're not gonna hear that anywhere else. So he dies, and then the next thing you know. It's got it, the soundtrack is pretty good. I'll give him that. It's got like that 90s kind of late 80s, 90s kind of uh, I don't know, synthesizer soundtrack. Anyways, at the end, he's like, I'll never, he's like, no, his brother dies. He's like, I'll never, de- never play beat, beat revolution again. And the next thing you know, he's working like in a logging camp, like Mandy, like, like, uh, what's his name? uh, uh stage. A cage and Mandy. He's like working in the the fields, like cutting up logs in the middle of California. And then you know, of course, uh, KCDC comes back looking for him, and like you got to come back. And the the um, they're apparently the they're, yeah their big thing is the liquor is what controls everything, because there's no liquor now because that guy that beat that beat his brother, he owns the liquor store and he controls who gets liquor. Everybody who was a drunk is now a hardcore. Drug addict, drug addict, yeah, and he needs to come back to let the liquor flow. That's like a loose, that's a very, very loose plot. From that, there, no, that, I mean, that's
1: the plot you just stop so that if yeah. anybody wants to watch this, they can figure out what happened.
0: But there's a lot of times, I don't know, if I don't know if you like, like a lot of times, like as you're going through the movie in my mind i'm I'm thinking wait a minute is the movie still going because you it starts it starts going into the scenes you're like wait a minute are they trying to move the plot along it's just like wait am i still watching the movie what am i watching here i i thought
1: it looked well i thought it looked really well like i mean it looked really good the, ca- the camera the way they filmed everything it looked good yes but as soon as i as soon as i would think something good about the movie something would come along and just trump that like you mentioned right. the soundtrack. I don't think I even recognized I even noticed the soundtrack because that whenever they would do the, the competitions, it was like throbbing Euro techno beat yeah. <laughs> type of music and it so was I'll, so loud.
0: Okay, so let me go back on that. Like in the like in the quiet scenes, like where that you're just looking at the guy walking I, around. But you're yeah, right. Like most the time, of the time most of the time it's like doof, 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 doof. doof. Yeah. It's like crazy. Um there's like a couple of I mean I wouldn't call them a couple I mean, most of the people are not famous people at all. The guy who plays Casey DC, he's from New York. His name is Art Sue, and he's like,
1: you know what I recognized was um double E's sidekick that carried the boom box. Tell me, he me where he's from in, uh, uh, cabin fever in Detroit Rock City
0: exactly he played the guy with the long the real long hair in detroit rock city because i was like "Where have i seen this guy before and i finally looked it up yeah he's the guy in detroit um that clown afro guy when they go to the like the first oh that's right that guy's kind of famous
1: i've seen him and then the dad of the girl
0: right the dad usually he's played like the geek in a lot of movies he was in people underneath the stairs
1: oh the guy with his tongue cut out that's right
0: right and he was also in i wrote it down here (laughs) I also wrote down all of LWE's best lines for you. Um, Actually,
1: LWE was probably the most interesting character. Yeah, in he movie. was. He was like he, yes. looked, he looked cool. Uh, he dressed cool. Like uh, just when he opened his mouth, that's when he ruined
0: it. <laughs> that guy, Sean Whelan, he was people under the stairs. He was in Twister and he was in Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, that Clifton
0: Collins was in. Uh, he was, yeah, I remember. I was like, that's where I remember he was in West. He was in Westworld, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was in there. He always gets cast as like a Hispanic person. That guy he was in Westworld. Yeah, he was in Westworld, not the movie, the Ooh. TV show. Oh, TV never show. mind. I haven't seen the TV show. Yeah, he's always he always gets cast as Hispanic people. Um, what's other? What other? What's other? <laughs> Vato number two <laughs> yeah yeah um, the guy he first like so I wrote down the plot like I said because this is not you, you know the story you get the, the beginning like something usually happens at the beginning you get trouble 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 obstacles normally in the second scene the 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 second act the 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 end of the second act is like something bad happens and then the third act is how that's resolved this movie doesn't do that at all. Like that, like t- t- like the biggest thing that happens is he thinks he's getting close to that girl, and then she goes still goes off with l Dub. Or really, the biggest thing is he gets drugged at that se- at that first contest, and they're like, "Oh, well, we almost lost you, B." And they had, oh my god, I can't even I can't even go into where they had like the, they had a, they're like they're like bunkers, and he's like, "Oh, back in in the in the Civil War, this was the Underground Railroad." I'm like, "What are they talking about?"
1: So when he gets drugged and they, you know, he wakes up, he wakes up later or the next day and he's like laying down with like, looks like, it looks like medical equipment hooked up to him.
0: Right, right. When,
1: <laughs> when they move, when they get close to him with the camera, you can see it's a VCR TV combo. Yes.
0: It's a sharp, it's a sharp, Brad, little VCR combo. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So it's like, it's like loosely, loosely, loosely. Pl- like it's a just a loose storyline where it goes to. Um, but oh, I don't know, man. i i I just got fascinated with this movie. Like, I, I'm telling you, I watched it like, I've watched this movie like 30 times. I'm like, what is going on? I really think they're like, there's no way anybody's going to give us mo- money to make this movie. And guess what? They did get money. To, they're like, okay, I guess we're fucking making this movie. I think they were just going along as as they were going. Because I did find some interviews with them. Their sister was the the costume designer, which I think, you know, for it being a low-budget movie, I mean, they were, I mean, it looked, I mean, it wasn't horrible. I mean, the way people were dressed, yeah. they they were dressed like trailer pack, park, like chic, like derelict. They were dressed most of the time. <laughs> derelict. Um, I'm trying to see where I was going with that. Uh, but yeah, like everything, like, you know, Jesus. Um, I, yeah, I don't It, was, it, was, just, it was just over. It's like they just threw so much at you. It just throws so much at you. Like, done. I'm done. D U N. Done.
1: Like, it, <laughs> it
0: was. Like I, I started
1: watching it and I couldn't figure it out right away. Like you know, you know, a movie will kind of reveal itself. Like it'll be like, oh, this is comedy or oh, this is drama or this is art film, whatever. I could not figure this movie out like halfway through, and I was like, I, I'm seeing comedy, but it seems I'm not sure if it's intentional or not. Um, and then the the guy with the patch, Jatro... Stay true for some reason whenever he falls he did ridiculous falling
0: like right like when he sees her again for the first time he like yeah immediately tries it's to like, fall behind the car i'm like what it, is it this looks like doing? he
1: jumps up it looks like he jumps up in the air like planks and, then falls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's and the I only look- one he's the only one really that doesn't like completely stick to the dialogue or, like, the style of the dialogue. Everybody else is, like, they're gung-ho. Like, the KCDC guy and the yeah. girls, Stacy and uh, LWE and all his cronies, they're, like, legit to the way they talk. And he's, like, he'll say some of it, you know, like, when he's talking to his brother, he's, like, from the floor up to the whatever. What does he say? What does he say that fucking tore up from yeah. the floor up? He'll say stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, like, everybody will be talking to him. Like, their girl's talking to him, like, yo, yo, and and he'll be, and he he just, he, like, comes out of it. He's like, uh, it's almost like he's the nerd, or almost like he doesn't fit in, and, like, he starts talking like a normal person more than anybody else. What's the reason? Or he's like, like, one, like, I wrote it down. One of the things that LWE tells him, what does he say? Um... What is he telling me? He basically because you pointed out one of those things too, like what the girl says, where like how am I supposed to stand up for myself if nobody else stands up for me? <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of stuff like that. You're like, What? And but before that, before that, they're having a whole conversation about where, yeah, like he, he gave me he put some turpentine in my drink one night. And when I woke yeah. up, I was like, fuck it. And um and he's like, "Oh, that's gonna be a rad abortion, story." The abortion thing. No, where, but or,
1: yes, but I know. that's another. That's another thing where he's talking about having an abortion, and she's like, "The coat hanger took care of that, real girl. Right, that's like where he that. breaks.
0: That's where he breaks. Instead of being like, instead of saying something like "street," he's like, "What?" Um, but but that whole conversation though, before she says that to him, he's like, "Oh, that's a rad story to tell the grandkids." And and then she says something else, and she's and he's like, "You deserve better than that." And she's like, "What to be a grandma?" (laughs) 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 No, but there's one scene where LWE tells him something. It was it was after he won that first Reno. He goes, "Oh, you got to go, you got to go do that." He's like, "Why don't you just?" Well, before that, remember one of the things he's like, "Why don't you just fight me right now?" He's like, "Politics, bitch." So he goes to that first thing. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you about. So he goes to that first time. He's like, "Go." He basically, he says, "Okay, go beat this guy." There's like a regional thing. Go beat this guy, and if you can beat him, maybe I'll challenge you. You know the whole trope. Like, you can't just fight me oh, right man. away. That guy was a trip. That he talks like a Russian guy that was like giving him shit. Right. He, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put your head in a hole and take a shit on it. He's like, "What? Believe okay, it or not, I didn't
1: understand that." Yeah. yeah.
0: Believe it or not, it I looked that guy up. I'm like, is this guy in anything else? You remember Tommy Boy, right? Yeah. The movie Tommy Boy. Do you remember that scene where he's on the lake with that girl and there's those two little kids or start saying, hey, fat ass, or like they're like uh, yeah. that guy was one of those kids. <laughs> How he's random is that? Gross. <laughs> But what does he tell him? Oh, but after that, like then then he shows up and you know the he's clapping like, Great job, you know, you stupid he's yeah, just yeah. giving him shit. And he tells him something like uh what does he tell him but he tells him something and then J. like, I'm right here. He says something to like uh, he says something like, what are, you, what are you trying to hide from me or something like that? He's like, oh, that's what he says. He comes up. like He shows up there to him. He doesn't know he's coming and he t- basically tells j like, what, do you think you can hide from me? He's like, I'm right. I'm. What are you? He's like, he, that's what he breaks. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm right here in front of you. I'm not even trying to hide. I didn't even know you were coming here.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just did not get this one.
0: Um,
1: His best quotes, I- eight
0: Eat shit, Romeo. Uh yo clam chowder. Why you slobbering over my meat when he's talking about us the girl? <laughs> so
1: you want to tell people what N-I-G-G-A
0: means? Uh, we're not there. Yet. We're not there yet. Other things he says. Because we have to talk about the whole end of the movie too. So we're in the middle of the movie. So he, so oh, he beats oh, that Russian guy. Don't reveal that. Well, I mean, towards the end, I want to talk about well, some things. Guess... All right, That's all the right. whole point. I'm not going to ruin nothing. We told people to watch it. I'm telling you, you know how long I wanted to talk to somebody about this movie. All right. So he does that. He beats that guy. And then he finally, then he finally, um, agrees to fight him. But then the whole, but then the that's another thing about this whole training routine. It goes like the whole trope. Like at first he can barely run with the guy. Next thing you know, he's like beating, he's beating. What's the guy's BLT is his name. I don't know what that sounds like. Um,
1: the, in that training sequence, like you know, the, like all training sequences, they show him and he's like struggling, and then at the end of the training sequence, he's beating his teacher, like uh, yeah. running. He, they're running like on a flat piece of land, and he's like, nobody's ever beaten me up this mountain before. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's not
0: a mountain. <laughs> the funniest part is when he's carrying Casey DC on his back as he's doing the dance dance for revolution. That was that was hilarious. I'm like, what is he doing? I was like, oh my god. Um,
1: okay, I missed. it. What were those stupid boots?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they're so big. You could tell they're light,
1: <laughs> right? But I was like, okay, I didn't understand if they were like making them. They make him dance better, or
0: apparently so. Yeah, they're, apparently they're, like they're, they're special.
1: Ridiculous. The they're boots like, look uh, like. Somebody Mega wrapped a comforter around boot, a pair of boots, like a bed comforter around a pair of boots, or, like yeah, that If
0: you've ever, uh, if you've ever seen the cover of Mega Man, the video game, he's wearing shoes like Mega Man,
1: but he's built like a human being.
0: They look like robot <laughs> shoes. They're yeah, they're like robot shoes, but they're not metal. They're like made out of. You could tell they're. You could tell they're. They're not heavy. It they look like they look like like they're made out of windbreakers with a lot of buckles. But, pu- but puffy and full of stuff, right? These were your bio dads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that happens, right? Then he de- then he decides, um, then he starts getting close to that girl, he starts getting close to her. Oh, another thing I want to talk to you about so, like, he's getting better in his training, and oh, so because he got drug, all of a sudden they're like, okay, now we got to carry guns because now now it's getting dangerous cuz you got drugged and we almost lost you. So they start they have a whole thing they're shooting the clay pigeons but for some reason KCDC he uses a slingshot and he's using the slingshot to click the clay pigeons. So after that he's like do you really think we they have a whole conversation he's like here here's this or he tells them something about like uh-uh, you've been talking to that girl here's this. He hands him something you can't really tell what it is at first but it looks like something wrapped up and then he cuts to a scene where he's in the playground with that girl, and she's digging in the sand, and she's talking about uh, not hanging oh. out with those other girls. <laughs> <laughs> what was she looking for? So she let me, let so, me finish. Okay. Let me finish.
1: I heard what she. I heard what she said, and I saw what he gave her.
0: Right. So the whole the whole dialogue it starts off with, like, yeah, those girls with her. She's talking about one of her friends where her tits are out. Her tits are out to the whole party, and there's one girl in there. Every party scene, her tits are out. And when you look, if you stare at her in the background while they're talking, she's like talking to like she's having a conversation. Like she's talking to somebody. There's nobody in front of her. Anyways, she says uh, they're in the playground and she's digging in the in the she's digging in the rocks. And she's like, oh, those she's like, where are those girls at? Oh, they're with the older kids chugging, uh, the, chugging down uh, mouthwash. And he's like, what are you doing? there? building a sandcastle. She's like, well, I, you know, my dad takes all my money for liquor. She's like, I'm looking for a rag is what she says. <laughs> And then that's, that's when he realized what he gave him for no apparent reason, no no setup to why he gave him this. Yeah. It was it was tampon. And he's like, I have one right here. He's like, oh, I have one right here. <laughs> like, like, that's how they pick up chicks in the Fraser Park future. It makes no sense whatsoever. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And then he's like, you need somebody to walk you home? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. She's like, I'm just kidding. I'm like, what is going on here? Um, so then they go and he fight. Oh, and that's when you find that's when you, the whole time she's just been yelling at her dad, like they live right next to each other. That's another thing. He gets there. Why does he get to sleep in it? Why does he have to sleep in a tent? I would rather sleep on the couch than sleep in the tent. Or why is the couch? Yeah, he makes it seem like, the, Oh, yo, dog, I gotta sleep on the couch. I don't even get a room. It's like, How is that not better? I like
1: how that's the one thing that you're like, this doesn't make
0: sense. But I'm like, how does that, how does that not, how was sleeping on the couch not better than sleeping in a tent outside?
1: But the rest of this movie, this does not make
0: sense. Uh, I, that just made no sense to me. i am be like, I'll sleep on the fucking couch. You go sleep on the fucking tent. Anyways. So, yeah, the whole time, She's yelling at her dad. They live in a tiny little... I'm, I'm guessing they both live in there. They live in a tiny... like Looks like a one-bedroom trailer. Finally, he's like, no, you deserve better than this. Don't talk to him. Now you see the dad. The dad comes out, and he's dressed up in makeup. And... And I don't know. It looks like a... It te- looks like... looks like a toy tennis racket, but if some apparently it's electrified. That's, I don't even know uh, what that was.
1: No, it's a water. An electric fly swatter? Yeah. It's, it's I've never my seen My brother anything. had one. Are you
0: serious? Okay, they well, sell big... them
1: like that. It's like those fly swatters that has the electricity, or they shock the bugs in the middle.
0: never seen anything like that before in my entire life. What? That seems dangerous. That's like a cattle prod it, almost. It,
1: it is. There's a bunch of videos online of people trying to touch it, <laughs> and then they they get shocked, and they fall, or they scream, or whatever.
0: So he starts beating up J Tro with that, and then J Tro finally beats him up. And then as soon as they get away, she's he's like, Let's just go. She's like, You're right. Well, then L Dub shows up again and he makes a anal sex joke. Um he's wearing he's like it's like he's got he's always wearing jumpers, and for some reason in this scene, he's got one arm out. Like he just went to the
1: bathroom.
0: Right and like he just went to the bathroom. He's got like he like he had to go to the bathroom and he had, You know, like one of those things like when you go to the bathroom, you have to take the whole thing out It looks like he just went to the bathroom and he forgot to put one arm back in Um But yeah, his sayings are good that one. It was good. Why are you slabbing over my meat? He said, like, why don't you find me now? He goes probably because it's probably Probably. Oh problem is I don't uh I don't beat beat bitches Um <laughs> He's like, nice, nice job, doctor. Bitch. That was a good one. Oh, one of his threats was like, he says, that's there was that one scene. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna fuck you up. He's like, his his threat was his threat to JTRO. He's like, I'm gonna throw you down some stairs. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my gosh. So, no, so towards the end, okay, so you know, they have the battle. Um, Oh, after that, for some reason, that's a whole nother scene. After that, for some reason, L Dub is I guess he's scared now. He now he's taking it serious because he goes to the phone booth to call the other guy whose name is Sugar Nigga. That has a has a neck brace. And the entire scene it cuts to L dub <laughs> and you can hear him in the phone booth, but then it cuts to the other guy who's getting a blowjob in this trailer, and the music is all the way loud. You can you cannot hear at all, and one thing the easy. guy says through the whole scene. Uh, oh, and first, yeah, and oh, well, that's you also could,
1: you can make it out,
0: kind of. Well, I mean,
1: I could make out a few things she was saying, like also, well, we
0: but also, like they're dressed like like rebels from the south for some reason. The bad guys are dressed like he's... They're always wearing the... They're wearing the... The, the Confederate flag. They have that... They have uh, the rebel... They have the rebel hats. They're wearing gray... Uh, like, the, like the Confederate soldiers.
1: What was that movie with... Um, B-Rad? Oh, uh, Malibu's uh, Most Wanted? They're dressed like a mixture of... Confederate soldiers... Malibu's Most Wanted.
0: <laughs> right. Like his they're, crew. It's like if... The Confederate soldiers outfit... Was the same color... But we're also velour tracksuits. Yeah. Um, so the big fight comes, of course. That's another thing. Like, there's really no conflict in this whole movie. Like, nothing really bad happens to him except for the very beginning with his brother dying. Throughout the whole thing, he beats the first challenge. Yeah, he gets drugged, but he lives. Can't and he was... get his girl though. That's. I mean, yeah, I guess. But <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> yeah. another. That was another thing, like somebody somebody quoted on uh, I think it was the A V Club. Like this was the weirdest love triangle in all of cinema. <laughs> because it was between him and the girl and, and uh L dub. L Dub. Because she was kissing on him and then he and then she would just go and start giving L dub a blowjob in the car. That was the whole thing in the last so so they go to the thing, of course he wins, right? L Dub falls down. Also his shoes oh,
1: his that's
0: why, okay. The tongues, did you notice when he was dancing? The tongues of his shoes were like, like he pulled the tongues. Out. Like it was almost yeah, like,
1: yeah,
0: it was almost like the bottom of his shoes were out. Anyways, he dies. One eight seven. Oh, and also like, why all of a sudden KCDC? Like, remember they'd just be somewhere, and then when something crazy happened, all of a sudden he had a microphone in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a whole another weird thing. Where for some reason they decided to sing the national anthem before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what I was like just finished this movie already Um, So that happens He, Of course he wins at the end But he can't take it so he pulls out a gun Let's talk about that whole scene The guy's hiding behind A, a toilet a Being shot at and the how, toilet Never how crashed many, <laughs> How many bullets does he have Right They were all using revolvers
1: <laughs> They were using yeah, revolvers like, that dude shot like
0: 24 times in that scene. <laughs> he takes off with her, and of course, th- that's when they have an explosion. So L. Dub takes off with Stacy. They're running. He runs to his car. Right before he runs to his truck, he shoots at that food truck. It blows up for, for no good reason whatsoever. And then he's like, Let me use your car to DC." He's like, What does he say? He goes, It's a weeknight. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So they get in, and then they do the chase, and through the whole chase, L Dub is making the girl give him a blowjob, and she does give him a blowjob while they're being chased. And if you notice, they drive; they make a big point to, to show you with the lights in the dark that 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 they're driving by that lumber company, right. right? They drive; they both drive one way. They show a couple of more scenes where they're all in the car. Next thing you know. They drive. They're driving past the lumber company, but the opposite direction. Like, how big is the city? What did they do? Turn around? Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, at the very end, the fight scene—that was a pretty good fight scene. It was very well choreographed. It uh, looked
1: like they were yeah, hitting each other. I forgot about that. I, I wanted to just mention that too. That was pretty cool.
0: They looked like they were hitting each other. It looked good. But oh, that's yeah, another thing. Like they were in the car. He's like he. Then for some reason. Casey D.C.'s like giving him shit. He goes, you're driving like an old lady in the park. And he's like, what the fuck? And he pulls over and puts his seatbelt on. He's like, click it or ticket, bitch. And like, <laughs> what is happening here? I feel, I feel bad for the person that was editing the movie. It was like, we need to make this longer. What are we going to do? He goes, I don't know. Click it or ticket?
1: <laughs> Leave the dialogue in.
0: Um. So then, of course, he beats... Um, and then for some, <laughs> for he beats him. For some reason, he's like he, he he had to question. Like he's like, what happened? He goes, you were a bitch. Now, how are you doing this? And that's when the the famous line comes out. What is it? What is it? N-I-G-G-A. never ignorant, ignorant. about, never ignorant, gonna get, uh, never ignorant about
1: getting goals. It's never ignorant going to get, going to get, I can't remember what the A's are for.
0: I wrote it down. I knew this was going to happen. Where is it at? I knew this was going to happen, so I wrote it down. It's never ignorant getting goals. Where is it at? Never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. Because <laughs> in the in, in the training, in the one, part of the training when he's selling on the VOT, he was like, "There's a lot of niggas out there." He goes, "Don't ever forget, never ignorant about getting goals accomplished." <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me, this movie. What else did I write down that's, about this movie? That's not how it ends. You're right. That's not how it ends they're like i can't believe it's over i can't believe it's over we got those two guys in the trunk he has that mobile phone for some reason because he's got to page him to come tell him where they're at because apparently they have no other phones he goes he should be here any second he immediately pulls up as soon as he says that (laughs) um so they drive away next thing you know because there's that whole scene that i put on the on instagram about his whole dialogue he's like he goes, he goes, all these drunks went cold, went fucking cold turkey meth. He goes, no, I no drunks, there's no bums. Not no bums, there's nobody to feed the ducks, yo. <laughs> what is a town with no ducks? It's nothing. <sighs> so so what is, how, is, how is this whole movie end? Which I'm telling you, just like every single scene, you're like, what is going on here? They wind up by the pond. I don't even know if they, sh- they, you could see the ducks in the background. But they wind up at the pond, and it's the closing of the movie. They're together. He won. He's with his girl. They kiss. And then immediately she gets on her knees and starts giving him a blowjob. And and he puts his hands behind his head. Like, yeah. Fraser Park. And then
1: the camera pans up, and there's a V formation of ducks flying.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> then, it go, then, it go, <laughs> then it goes to the whole closing scenes And then it, at the very end It puts a whole nother picture of the water flowing And there's the ducks again too <laughs> Shit's hard Shit's hard in Fraser Park Shit's hard in the FP, Drew So Your wildest dreams have come true Because you are correct There is a part two This movie was made in 2011 they did an indigo, indigo go campaign for part two it came out in 2008 it is on amazon prime for your enjoyment and believe it or not the production value went way up it's that's called wasn't horror. <laughs> it's, it's called f it's called fp2 beats of rage
1: of rage
0: And this one is like, it's years past what happened. They have nothing but booze. Now they're making their own booze. And then all of a sudden, uh, this guy comes up and they're all, and they're all talking. He's a white guy, but he's speaking and he's basically like Spanglish. His name is AK 47. And he wears the very, you know, those very, very long, skinny uh, Mexican cowboy boots. Yeah. He wears those to dance dance revolution and they're and part of it when he beats blt and kills him he when he's dancing it shows where he's basically lifting his feet up and he's using the very very end of the point to, to do the dance to, to hit to hit the buttons on the thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> um dude so you huh? told me that the main guy Tro always wears an eye patch. Yes,
0: he does. I don't, know if that, I don't know if that's what happened. I don't know if this really has a bad eye, but every picture I found of him, he's wearing that patch. Well, um,
1: I saw interviews with him, and he was wearing the patch. And then his, the other movie, so him and the guy that plays Lwe—that's, uh-huh. I guess, that's his friend—and they're always he always uses them in his movies. Well, that's what I read, but I've only seen two movies of his. they in. Uh, they're, the a,
0: they're also in a Slayer movie too.
1: The, the other movie that they saw, I that they showed he directed, um, he's wearing like a, a scarf over his head, but it's covering the same eye. and the Or maybe it's just like a, a mask, but it's torn open to where only the eye that he can see with, I guess, is open. And the other I eye is covered up by that mask. I wonder what movie that is.
0: So his brother was in a movie. Have you seen MacGruber? Yes. So remember when he's going to get all his his, back, his guys back together? Remember? That makes sense. Yeah, he's he's going to get all his guys back together, and he goes and he's trying to he's trying to get that guy. It's that wrestler. I think they call him the. He's a super tall guy, for, and he was bald. He has a, the guy where he's I he's remember, like, he, he, marks him up he, I... he marks him up. He marks him up because he's gay. Because he goes to see him in the garage and he starts kissing that guy.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. Okay, that's that is Brandon Trust. That was the director of this movie.
1: <laughs> brother, the act—the real brother, the real brother—is named Brandon Trust.
0: He's the one that kisses that nine-foot-tall wrestler in in the yeah. Gruber. <laughs> um, but yes, there is a, there is FP two, and it's an hour and a half long, and it's even more ridiculous than this first one. Um, he gets uh for some reason there's a lot of Australian people in this movie. He impregnates. Um,
1: well, that's uh, when I was reading about this. The idea of the. They wanted to have several sequels, and each one is going to be a different part of the world.
0: With this one, he ventures out. There's a map. It's like a Lord of the Rings kind of map, and all of it is like yeah. w- wet shit. Uh, don't go here. Sticky shit. It's it's it, the map is even in in uh, street lingo. Um, but it's I, I I watched it right now. I, like before I watched it before uh, we came on, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Um, there's another Indiegogo because guess what. There's going to be a part three, and a part four, and they're filming them together. FP three, revelation. FP four, Dash Evas. <laughs> they already have thirty six thousand dollars from Indiegogo to make the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who keeps? It looks like right. on the second one. I think on the second one, all the people that gave a movie to make the second one are in the movie, and at the very end in the credits, they're like special thanks to, and there's a list of nine thousand people, so it's got to be the people oh, that oh, gave wow. it. Oh wow! All right. And the people that did the music on the, the the band, or I don't know what it is, the people who did that. I'm gonna try to get a track for to open up the this episode. Um, the the it says music by Moon Wolf.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. I saw that. I saw the name when I was looking this up
0: on Wikipedia and stuff. I don't know, man. All in all, I would, I would. I know you say you would never watch this movie again. I'll tell anybody watch this fucking movie at least once, because you're gonna either be like me, or you're gonna want to watch it over and over, or you're gonna be like you, you're gonna be like fuck this movie. Mike,
1: <laughs> I man. I don't. Th- this movie makes the room seem amazing, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about the movie called The Room, which has the distinction of being
0: the worst movie ever made. <laughs> the best looking worst movie ever made. Uh, oh my God, the room. I don't know. I mean, I
1: I watched this and I was just more confused, and then I got to the end and I was like, okay, and then I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this again with that knowing knowing what it is now because it's <laughs> it may have lost the magic quickly.
0: every article i read they said they said no we we went in there knowing and and we made it to be a comedy but i think yeah. um, i think it well, met it thought, it met it itself
1: i figured that out afterwards <laughs> that, it, that it was billed as a comedy and i was like oh okay
0: but also, when I was reading all those reviews, I'm like, these people are just lazy, because in no way does it. And also, like, I guess they're trying to make they're, they're trying to say, oh, it's like an O2 Snake from uh, Escape from New York and L.A. But I mean, it's not. It's like, to me, like I said, to me, I think I wrote down I was drunk the other day. I was watching it too. To me, it's like, it's like, um, it's like you get, it's like you let a middle kid or a high school kid. See, um, like from today, watch like a movie from the eighties, like an action flick, like Chuck Norris or, or fucking Charles what? Bronson, and let them write their own screenplay and say, but set it in the future, and you let them write their own screenplay. This is what they would come out with. Yeah. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna try and
1: I. What I told you yesterday, I'm gonna try and say it here without offending anyone, but what? Uh, like MTV. And magazines that I used to read in the '90s, late '90s, mid to late '90s, they would do like these exposés on scenes in Middle America, like um, a goth scene or rave scene, like in Middle America where they were. They had this is before the internet, so they didn't have access to anything other than what they'd seen on TV. (laughs) So it was a bunch of it was a bunch of these little towns where there probably weren't any minorities. And it was a bunch of kids that just you're like, I, I, this is gonna sound leaded, but you, you would just look at them and you're like, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the that's not a rave. That's not a rave club or whatever. You know, you would just look at it and you're like, okay, I've, you've been to those. I've been to those clubs or whatever. And You would see them doing it. and You're like. No, that's wrong. And but they were like you do you, you that's do you. that's all they knew. That's all they knew, and they were enjoying it. And now only when you got older, then you were like, all right, you know, they're just doing them,
0: right? But, like they yeah, weren't trying. A, they weren't racist. trying to
1: be racist.
0: <laughs> yeah, this
1: but, just that's what this movie reminded me of all the way
0: through. <laughs> but it's like that movie I told you about. It's called White Boys. Have you, you never heard of that movie? Yeah, I've seen. I've it's seen. like that. Like they're, yeah, it's like they talk. I do not even say they talk like they're black. They talk urban. They talk, I guess, what they think that rappers talk like or people who are hip hop lifestyle talk like, but right. they're all white. And that movie was crazy. That movie was cr- them. Well, I mean, it wasn't crazy, but it was like, it was very cringy. It was very cringe-worthy that movie, especially when. They finally do meet a black guy, and he's like, "I'm not your brother." And then they go because they think they're gonna be doing some drug deal, and they like almost get killed in the big city, like for the first time ever. Uh, thinking they're hard, and they're just gonna go in there like they're a part of, they're a part of everything. And then people are like, "You, you're lucky you didn't get killed." Right. And then, and then also too, it's like I mean, look at Malibu's Most Wanted. I mean, that whole movie too. That was like basically the whole plot of that movie. Like, you're not black, dude. He's like, yes, I am black. And he's like, no, he really thinks he's black. Well, just like the trailer park boys too, like J-Rock. You right. know? And he tries to give that whole he tries to give his whole his whole speech about like there's different levels of black. You you got Lionel Richie black, and then you got Michael Jackson, which you might as well not even be black. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's just what this reminded me of. When I when I uh, when I logged with this movie that I watched it on that movie uh, website that I'm on, uh, you can read reviews that other people have made. A lot what of people it, were just hung down?
0: up, um, letterboxed. Oh,
1: um, yeah, I've, I've a lot
0: tried, of. I've never tried to read any of that stuff. and I need to do that.
1: Um, uh, you can read like if you're if anybody you follow has reviewed it, you can see their reviews, and then you can cl- see actual. The, you'll see the most popular reviews that got the most votes <laughs> on, on the website first. Um, and then you can see if people responded or whatever. But a lot of people were just hung up on the language in this movie, dropping the <laughs> drop N drop bomb. Like, yeah, they the people just trashing it because of that. Some people didn't even get through the movie. Some people were saying, "I just watched thirty minutes of it, and I was like, I can't do this."
0: I don't think they were doing it like to be racist. I think, like I said, my first, my very, very first impression when I started to watch it was like. You know, how do you know how people are going to talk in the future? I'm sure if you took somebody from 100 years ago and they listened to the way we talk now, they probably think like, "Oh my God, these people are being so profane. They're so uneducated." But that's what happens sometimes. You know, I mean, that's what I think. Exactly. Like that's that was my first thought. Like these, uh, and another thing was like, this is how people are probably going to be talking 50 years from now. Our great, our grandkids or our great grandkids, you don't know. They could be talking like this all the time, and it just be norm. Uh,
1: kids, the kids right now talk stupid. So, <laughs> right. But I Bitch. guess I guess we probably we probably were stupid as well when we were. You
0: know. I, I mean, when I was in middle school too, especially growing up on the south side, it was like you know, it was I don't know, man. Well, like you can hear everywhere anywhere <laughs> I go. Like when I listen to myself on this podcast, and the north, the more north I go, like I can hear it in my voice. Like I try, I try not to talk that way. I try not to talk that way at work but it comes out every once in a while somebody from work they're like oh somebody one time said are you from what did they say they asked me if i was from somewhere i'm like no but they're like you're hispanic right I was like yeah i mean you can hear it i go i don't hear it because i'm so used to it just the way i speak but yeah like it comes out like i like that south side comes out of me sometimes like just the way especially especially when i go see my old friends because they still Mark, talk like you that. You
1: sound you sound nothing like a south
0: side. <laughs> but uh, but I can hear it. like I'm I'm telling you when like when I when I hear my own voice, I can hear it. Yeah. And when the north, the more north I go, when I talk to people who are not from San Antonio, they can hear it too. Huh. It's that it's that it's that accent where you don't speak Spanish but it's still, like, you know, like George Lopez says, like, you don't need, it's like, motherfucker has never been to Mexico, doesn't speak Spanish, and has an accent. <laughs> because everybody around you talks that way.
1: Maybe. there. I mean, there's probably some <clears> the <throat> way we pronounce certain letters or something that'll probably give us away, but I, I don't recognize it. But I have, I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. There's some, now that you mentioned it, or, explain it a little bit more. Sometimes I'll hear somebody speaking like over the phone or something and then they'll say a certain word or emphasize a letter too much or hold it out too long where I'm like, oh, they sound like this or whatever. Right. Uh, and I, I think Hispanics do, <laughs> we do that with some letters. Right. But um, you're talking about the South Side. This, This reminded me when you said it sounded like somebody get had the kid write it, uh, yeah. when I was watching this, I was like, it feels like a kid just learned how to cuss and he's wrote the script. And I was like, in middle school, we we cuss way too much. It was stupid, but <laughs> yeah, that's what this movie reminded me.
0: Of. Or like you said, like you know, what if somebody who doesn't speak English, like they all they know is like all they know is hip hop music or rap right. music, and they think this is the way people talk. <laughs> yeah you know like you like they don't say hi they say yo 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 they also like men also call that's one thing i don't like it, or i don't know i can't say i don't like it to me it just sounds wrong when men call women dudes like if it's like a husband is talking to his wife or a guy is talking to his girlfriend and he calls her <laughs> dude i'm like that just doesn't sound right i'm there not going to call my wife or my girlfriend dude like dude shut up like no i don't talk to i don't talk to my I don't talk to my wife or my significant other the way I talk to my friend that I grew up with for twenty years. It's you know what I mean. It just makes no sense to me.
1: Uh, oh well, I mean, yeah. But I, I mean, I have, I have, like sometimes anybody that knows me, sometimes I'll just be like,
0: "Dude, this is
1: yeah. crazy." Yeah. But I'm not like. Talking to yeah, talking to girls.
0: Come on, dude. Yeah, I don't I've never heard you say girl. I'd rather say like girl. (laughs) Uh, yeah, this All in all, what do you give this? What do you give this?
1: Um
0: What what's the rating system? That's all I'm thinking right now. What's our rate what's gonna be our rating system? Uh, is it a a Tim Duncan or is it a Yui Blab or Vinny Donegro? I guess Vinny Donegro will be the middle, or is Uh, it uh, is it uh, no, that's 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 mean. I'm not gonna say that.
1: We'll make Gary Neal, Gary Neal will be the middle,
0: or what can we say? Like, what are the kind of ratings? (laughs) Uh, Is it worth is it worth watching at least once? It's not repeat. I don't think it's a repeat. I think it's worth at least watching it once, if you can get through it. um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I know, I know there are certain certain friends. I'll say it's worth a viewing. I know there are certain friends I cannot recommend this movie to. Like they will not get beyond the language um, or the weirdness, um, and they just wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't finish. Thirty minutes of it, uh, but yeah, I would say if you if you could if you could look beyond all that, give it a watch.
0: Give I mean, the more I'm the more I'm thinking of it. I think I I think I the reason I like it so much is because I like absurd things. I like when things are absurd. That's why I think that's why I like Will Ferrell, and I, I know you don't like Will Ferrell. You do like absurd things, <laughs> you know? Because to me, it baffles my mind. That like that's why I watch Love and Hip Hop. And that's why I watch. Um, like the uh, Shahs of Sunset, because to me it baffles my mind. It, it's so intriguing to me. These people live in their own little universe where they think right. they are the fucking cat's pajamas. Like, like in no way, shape, or form do they think they look like idiots. Right.
1: <laughs> I I get that, but I like. I think I like it a little more. <laughs> like this is a comedy. So they were laughing too. I think I think but but I like I like more if they were being sincere about something and with what you said, like what you just said, they thought they were the cat pajamas, they were just being themselves, you know, in their own little world, that would apply to the movie Grey Gardens. Different type of film though. <laughs> Different this was vibe like,
0: and this was like a a very, story. they were like, let's make a movie of the very first draft of the of our idea.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what it is, yeah. right? That's what Let's it is.
1: The first draft.
0: Yeah, good enough. Let's put the film in the camera. <laughs> but the costumes. I-, I think the costume, like the 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 costume design, was good. Everybody looked good. They looked crazy, but they looked good. Like their their outfits really suited the craziness of the movie
1: i mean L- LWE was supposed to be well, he was the villain and like kind of sleazy and scuzzy, but he was interesting when he was like when he was on screen
0: <laughs> when they throw uh, that condom when he's pushing the car when he's straight pushing the car and they throw that condom <laughs> at him he's like he's like he's he tells him,' were you trying to try to take a bite of my corn dog? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to rewind that several times because I was like, what that looked like a condom what was that?
0: it was just like random it's like it was like a random uh, insult generator. Clam chowder, why are you slobbering over my meat?
1: Uh, yeah, worth a viewing if if anybody's listening that hadn't seen it.
0: <laughs> and then when he punches his lackey, he when he punches the guy that was in Detroit Rock City, like immediately, he, immediately he's like, "Time out! Time out! I got dust in my eye." Yeah, and he goes right to the ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I've been I've been watching the trailers
0: over and over, and then I started the movie over. I'm telling you, watch the other one. You have the prime. Watch the part two. You're gonna look in here like this looks amazing, and it's more batshit crazy than this one. I'll watch it. I
1: need to I need to cleanse my palate with some weirdness or something.
0: <laughs> my my seven year old came in when I started watching the beginning of the movie, and there's a scene at the very beginning where he has a store that he sells shit, and these two little girls go in. They're, they're probably like middle schoolers and through the whole scene, the entire scene, they're cussing at him. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Like they're just having like a normal, like this would be like a normal conversation, but every other word is a cuss word. And they were trying to buy a bop it from him. They're like, that's not, that's not a bop it. That's something else. Like another thing like that. That's the whole scene. They're like, it's good in a box. He goes, that's not a bop it, you motherfucker. Yeah, that's what they're trying to buy from him—a bop it, <laughs> and like, like part of the, part of their what they're wearing, like the girl. I guess like instead of wearing like a earring or instead of wearing like makeup, she, the one girl has like you know like the letters you buy for your house, like that have your the numbers. You know how they're kind of reflective, like they're black and gold. She's wearing right. those on her cheeks. She's wearing them on her cheeks. Like that's like a fashion statement. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, they were very creative. But this, oh man. Oh, and all of a sudden, for some reason, now they call themselves ninjas. The ones that do the beat, they're ninjas.
1: They're, uh, you said stickers. Did yeah. you ever see that movie, The Apple?
0: The Apple, no. Um, for some reason, it makes me think about that Soderbergh movie called Bubble.
1: No. Um, so The Apple came out uh, very early 80s, like 80, maybe 80, 81. Um, and it's supposed to be in the future, and it's the year 1994. And it's a, it's a, it's a musical. But this was like, this has to be like when everybody in Hollywood was on cocaine because it's insane. Um, the and it's, it's the, Yeah, it's the story of Adam and Eve, but told oh. in the future. And <laughs> Adam, it's it's this big couple that lives like in a commune. And they they do acoustic singer songwriter music. Well, um, <laughs> they 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 come to the big city to try and make it. And there's like this Satan-looking character that runs the city, and it's just a guy dressed in red all the time with perfectly groomed hair. And he's always in red. Um, he I guess he represents Satan, and then he offers he offers them this rec- recording contract where basically they throw away their previous. Uh, music and everything and they start over as like megastars Um, (laughs) well the the girl wants it she goes for it, the guy doesn't so she's like they dress her up all glam rock and stuff and they have all these musical numbers but in the future apparently everybody wears like reflective stickers on their face
0: Um, you don't watch this movie (laughs) So
1: the movie Xanadu, I don't know if you've ever seen that.
0: Um yes, I have seen that. I forgot why I watched that, but it's like let me see what all the hype's about. Uh no. Well no. we I remember,
1: I remember I saw that when I was very young and I we must have seen it a few times and I like it. It's electric light orchestra. <laughs> music. Like yeah, electric the music. light orchestra and the music's great. Um but it's that's a movie that they have to be on cocaine or something. Whoever, whoever made that. But my brother and I, we watched the Apple. And we were just like, what is going on in this movie? And when the movie ended, my brother said, you know what? This is like, you know, we love Xanadu. And then when people watch, people we don't know watch Xanadu. And they're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> they're like, this is, this is how
0: they feel. is like the Xanadu is like the ultimate, like. I can't how can I explain Xanadu? It's it's uh, like uh, it's like, hey man as long as we got, got cocaine here, you can do whatever you want. It's like a roller musical, right? It's roller disco mythology. And I think that's like Fred Astaire's last movie. What does he playing? Yeah, or Gene yeah. Kelly.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the last movie. And George Burns is in it for some odd reason, right? Or is that Gene oh. Kelly, the old man? Gene Kelly. Oh, and then there's the Muses, right? That's I don't know where they come out dancing, the Muses. Yeah, Zeus's daughters. That's why it's mythology. What's that? Oh my god.
1: Yeah, that, that movie's
0: weird too. <laughs> hey, I mean they made they made a Staying Alive part two during that time too, so who knows? Have you seen that movie? I forgot what it's called. It's staying alive. Oh, no, it's it's, it's 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 Fever Part Two. It's called Staying Alive, where he goes to become yeah. like dancer. Right, he's trying to be a dancer.
1: Big <laughs> enough, Fiona Fiona Hughes is in there. Paging Doctor Freud. Um, she's, is that the girl? She's is that also his love interest. No, the one that he likes it, The one with the long hair, the rich one. Yes, I think she was in several uh, soap operas or something. But anyways, she's in the Apple, too. She's a Uh-oh. background dancer.
0: And this is the same time as that other one, right? The one I told you, yeah. this is basically a porno with no sex in it? The alien comes down?
1: Um. Yeah, that, that was very low budget.
0: <laughs> Liquid Sky, yeah. Liquid Sky. Um, I give this movie... I'm trying to think. We need to come up with a rating system.
1: What was what was the old rating on the news? The of the film guy. Remember, he's, it was like jalapenos.
0: Was it jalapenos? It
1: was like three jalapeno. I think it was five was the max. I
0: can't remember. Uh, was it Larry Ratcliffe?
1: Larry Ratcliffe, yeah.
0: I think that's it. Um. Titan Oswald has a good bit about because he grew up in Sterling, Virginia, small town Virginia. And like he's like, for the longest time, all I had was all I had was the word of the film critic in the newspaper. And he loved all the shitty movies. And then when I finally saw a good movie, I'm like, what the fuck? But he saw what? When he finally saw a good movie that the guy when he finally Awkward. saw a movie that the guy was like, This is horrible. How did this get me? He goes, Like, he's like, my whole life changed because I'm like, I've been listening to this dipshit for all these years. Tell me that, you know, tell me that, uh, Beethoven's Fifth was a good movie. Uh, it's like Roger Ebert, and like,
1: uh, the, Roger Ebert too, like, I used to watch when I was a kid sometimes, not religiously, but, um, a lot of people have uploaded reviews of his on YouTube, and he hated a lot of stuff I liked, and it's basically anything arty, uh, um. Anything that went into bad taste or things like that, he hated. He would trash. But
0: and this is the and same guy who wrote write who would write movies for Roger Corman. That's uh, how we got to start the what? That's how we got to start. Roger Ebert. He wrote screenplays yeah. for for Roger Corman.
1: Um, and then he he went back on several of his reviews. Like, oh, I was wrong. It was really good. <laughs>
0: The best one that does good parody of like those kind of shows like there's really no, no there's really not shows like that anymore like Roger yeah. Ebert and Siskel the ones that do good parody of it as a uh, That's a Christopher Guest on uh, for your consideration. It's those two guys He's like, I love this movie. He's like nothing happened. He's like, right. Isn't it great? Isn't it about time that nothing happens in a movie? he's like did you get hit over the head in a by with a frying pan (laughs) he's like yes that that has happened to me (laughs) nothing happened (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like i was reading these reviews of this one i'm like man it's like nowadays people are just in a rush to put out content now because there's so much it's like dude come on do your job (laughs) yeah um
1: worth the viewing if you and if you have a
0: chance, anybody listening? I, okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it three out of five yos. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, three out of five yos. I'll give it. I'll give it two and three quarters.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna give it a three and seventy six tenths. <laughs> I don't know 76 tenths that can be broken down
1: <laughs> I'm doing my math right now don't hurt yourself uh, 38 38
0: fifths I think, I, I think I'm just glad now that I got it out of my system talking to somebody about this movie you're the first person i ever talked about this movie you're probably the only person I've talked about this movie <laughs>
1: Well, like I said, a lot of people on that film website I'm on didn't even make it through the
0: movie. <laughs> I've seen this movie 30 times. I've watched it since since we talked last week about doing the, finally doing the podcast movie. I prob, I've probably watched it about about seven times since I saw it. Mark, I don't know how you could do that. <laughs> and then I watched the second one today. I'll probably watch it again later on. It was a lot to take in, man. You think this movie is a lot to take in? This that second one, it's a lot yeah. to take in, a lot. All and the, right. And the guy, I'll have and, to the, watch and the KCDC, like all of them, they act exact. Oh. They act exactly the same, like to the T. Like they took a like they took like a five minute break from part one, and they're like, "All right, part two. They act exactly <laughs> the same. Take a lunch. We come back, part two, and and they're all back except for the girl. Even the dad Um, is back. Even the dad comes back like out of nowhere. Yeah, he's like in the crowd, and he's the only. The guy takes over. The bad guy takes over, and he's in the crowd, and everybody's everybody like uh, KCDC has his head closed, and he's the only one saying shit like "fuck this guy." And the dad's like, "What the fuck?" He's the dad's the only one uh, agreeing with with the bad guy. <laughs> oh, that was a good one alright man good choice we're at an hour 13 I think that was a good episode it's good to get back good to see you, you yeah man to, Well, what? you get to pick the next movie <laughs> um,
1: let's see if, if we do a movie or something different
0: What have you watched, man? I've 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 watched this movie a lot. I've been watching a lot of movies. Um,
1: I watched. Of course, now I can't think of what I've seen.
0: Um, I don't think I don't think you would like Adam Sandler movies. He's not in this movie, but it's the newest David Spade movie on Netflix. It's called The Wrong Missy. It was pretty damn funny. It was pretty funny. It's where um, it's with that Lauren Lapkus. She's a comedian. And I've seen her in a lot of small things, but I think this is like her, her first major role where Aww. it starts. It's the, the premise is it starts off where he goes on a blind date and she's just like off the wall crazy, this girl. And it's that Lauren Lapkus, right? So he's trying. He He's like he's trying to get out of it. He goes to the bathroom to sneak out because um, she's crazy. Like they'll be in there and like she says stuff like, oh, my God, are we going to fuck tonight? And he's like, what? Because he's play. He plays like a real button down guy. <laughs> He plays like a real button-down yeah. guy. He does he doesn't drink and nothing like. It. She's like, "What?" And like she's just loud. She's like like she's there for like 5 minutes and she's or like she's already going to try to get him into a fight with this big guy that looks like Aquaman. Um and he's so immediately he he goes to the bathroom and he's trying to sneak out and she catches him. She goes in the bathroom. She's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I was going to play a trick on you. I was going to go around." I was going to go around and go into the front and play a trick on you. Like I didn't go to the bathroom, but he's really trying to escape. So he finally, <laughs> he falls out the window and he breaks his leg and she, and it shows that his legs all twisted. And she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm a re-. everything. She says, I'm a registered uh, therapist. I'm a registered marriage counselor. Like she's all these things. And she's like, let me snap it back in place. Or he's like, don't touch me. And she's like, one, two, three. And she doesn't do nothing. And he looks, she's like four. <clears throat> and she fucking breaks his leg back in place. So then he goes six months later, right? It's called The Wrong Missy. And the whole reason is because... Yeah, the whole reason is because six months later, like he's forgotten about her, he's alone. He's at the airport, he gets mixed up with the luggage with this really beautiful girl, and they hit it off. They're like exactly the same, and they're about to go into the bathroom and get down and dirty, but her plane leaves. So she leaves, she's like, I'm going to give you my number, we'll text. So he starts texting her, like he finally gets enough courage, like, hey, I can't stop thinking about you. He texts her, and then she texts back. And then he's texting her through this whole time. And um, Nick Swartzon's in it. He plays like the HR director. And he's like, invite her, to, invite her to the Hawaiian thing. We're going for our company. It's the company retreat in Hawaii. He's like, invite her. So he's like, okay, I'll do it. And she's like, yes, of course I'll go. Well, he gets on the plane. He's there with his flowers. And who is who has he been talking to this whole time? The fucking crazy girl. And she shows up. And she's the one that goes with him to Hawaii. He's like, oh, my God, dude. It's fucking hilarious. It's really good. See if you can see if you can get through like the first 10 minutes, but I I liked it. I was laughing out loud, I was laughing out loud the whole time. I saw um, a documentary
1: on Galaxy Quest. Oh, I think I heard about that. what was that on? I think it was on Prime.
0: I need to check that out.
1: Um, it was really good.
0: That's a really good movie, Uh. man.
1: Well, that, that's that's what they were kind of talking about. That they had good, they had really good production value, um, and it just kind of it didn't really go anywhere until it hit uh, video.
0: Yeah, um, you you say and that, and like you say that, my boy. Well, go ahead, go ahead. What? No, go ahead, go ahead. Keep uh,
1: they interview um, Sam Rockwell, Sigourney Weaver, Tim Allen, uh, Missy Pyle. Um, several of the aliens and uh, the, the cast and they're all talking about, like, we love that movie, like, it was great, and they're just like, it didn't really do anything until it hit video, and all of a sudden you know, it became huge and Sam Rock was like, yeah, like, everyone talks, ask me about that movie now, like, they just keep bringing up that movie.
0: That's how a lot of things, like, especially when video, like, that happened to a lot of movies, like Big Lebowski, yeah. too. Big Lebowski didn't do anything at the box office, and It like became a cult. No, but you say that. It's funny you say that because at work, one of my bosses, um, uh, Kathy. I don't know if you know. You know what I'm talking about, right? Long hair. She said she sits by me at the end. But I forgot. I forgot what somebody said on there. (laughs) Um, But she told me something like somebody. Oh, it was on Ken's news, right? I think it was with the. It was something with the with the fuel, and like it said something like, "Oh, it's gonna save you like ten cents," right? And somebody commented on Kent's five by grab Thor's hammer. What? A, what? A, what a value! <laughs> Dude, I was like, that's the oh. best thing I've heard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you. I got death threats on Facebook. <laughs> From what? Uh, because I follow Randy Beamer, and uh, he had post. He had posted like, a few weeks ago. What?
0: He retired. No, oh,
1: he's still doing the news. Um, okay. He posted a few weeks ago, like two or three weeks ago, all these kids in in car in uh, tricked out cars, blocked a bunch of traffic on Highway 90 by General McMullen, and they were just doing burnouts and donuts, and they blocked traffic for like a good amount of time, and it backed traffic up, and it put. Um, he posted a video that. Of course, one of them filmed it and put it on Facebook. He got a hold of it, he posted the video and he was like the cops are looking for um you know for anyone involved if you know if you have any information please contact SAPD. And a few people he posted it like at 6:30 in the morning and I was getting ready for work, like getting up. Um he posted that and then I really wasn't paying attention to the thing about the that the cops are looking for them. But a few people started commenting like they're, they're always on Boulevardie in 1604. They're always here, and I just made the comment like they hang out between 11 a.m. and 11:30 p.m. off North Saint Mary's underneath 35. <laughs> <laughs> I started working, and then about four o'clock in the afternoon, I start getting alerts, and I'm like, "What the hell?" So I'm looking at the comment, and it's all these young kids, and they're just like, "Cállate la boca." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, somebody was like shut the hell up Tekashi69 <laughs> and I was no like good. that's perfect um, they're like threatening <laughs> me I was like uh, this is great like I'm gonna leave it up I don't care so I left it up and then like um, then like I guess the, the regular carp club people were like you're the, you're the motherfuckers that give us bad names doing stupid shit like this. And I was like, ah, everybody else hates you.
0: <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> the only one. Fuck They're you. saying you're the one that's giving people a bad name?
1: No, no the car, the regular car club people were telling the, the kids group. that were doing that. And then somebody started, somebody tied a group and uh, it was called like 210 Takeover. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Facebook group and apparently they like post in there where they go and everything and I was like y'all are the dumbest <laughs> lawbreakers ever man. <laughs> but yeah they were I got I got messages a few people like threatened me and I was like
0: this is great
1: <laughs> I have made it
0: like don't get mad at me because now your mom knows where you're at and you didn't go to work. Yeah. but no
1: they're still they're still hanging out on <laughs> I hear him all, all day and all at night, just like doing burnouts and donuts. And I'm like, Dude, my,
0: my entire, my pretty much my entire life until after, even a little bit after high school, that's how mili- military used to be on, on Sundays. Yeah, I used to work late sometimes and they wouldn't, the cops wouldn't even let me cross over military to go home. And they're like, you can't go. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just trying to go home. I'm like, I mean, look at me. I'm in a fucking '93 Toyota sell. I'm not cruising the strip. I'm just trying to get home. They wouldn't even let you cross cross over military because that's how Why? bad it used to. Because that's how bad it used to get. That's how many. That's how bad all the people with cars would go, and then like, they would park. Were they
1: trying? To, I know, but were they trying to protect you, or were they trying to? keep you from cruising. They were
0: trying to keep me from crossing over. Oh, like It okay. would get to a certain point where they're like, nobody can come here anymore. Like They were trying to clear out the street because so many cars would go and come and yeah. they would try to clear the street. So yeah, like I would, I think one time it was like 11 or 12 and I was, I was just trying to get home. I was working. I think I was when I was working at Borders and I was just trying to get home and they wouldn't let me cross the fucking street. And I was so pissed. I had to go. I basically had to get back on 35, go all the way around to 37 and go that way home. Oh man! Do know where my pink is? No, go ask mom. Uh, yeah, that, the military was like that for a long time. Like all the, pretty much like the like the late eighties, all through the nineties, it was like that. You could not crawl. Like it was ridiculous on Sunday nights. People would get know, people would get shot there. People like fights. It, uh, it was ridiculous. But that was the thing to do on the south side. Like, let's go military. If you had a nice car, let's go military. And they would race over there by Kelly. They would not by Kelly, by Brooks. They would race over there.
1: I I went down there a few times, and one time there was like a guy, and he had to get his speakers from his his uh, stereo system at home, <laughs> and he had them in the back of his trunk with his trunk open. Oh my God! He was just rolling hard.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah. innocence. Uh Not everyone's innocent.
1: Uh, we're, where Where we at on time?
0: We're at a one a, a hour twenty four. I All think right. we're good. I think we're good. All righty. I'm
1: glad we got to do this again. Glad to see the movie.
0: Yeah, don't go. Uh, are they going to open up Joey's? Don't go over there, man.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going over there, Um uh, I've I've already been having talks with some friends where I was like, dude, the sober people are starting fights and shooting people at <laughs> doors. Like now they want to now they want to try it with drunk people.
0: <laughs> well, today is? What today's the twentieth of May? I'm thinking. I think this weekend they're saying bars can open up again. I just don't know yeah. how. I mean, yeah, I'm just like just stay home. Just stay home. It's
1: it's they're. Uh, there's too many rules, like if you want to go to a bar right now, there's too many rules that you wouldn't like even going to the bar. Like you can't sit at the bar. Nobody can sit at the bar. you have to sit at a table. The staff has to come to you. We
0: need it. We need to, we we need have- to do it, like, uh, we need to do it like Howard Stern does it. His staff, they have happy hour on Fridays, and everybody just gets on Zoom. You can still talk to your friends, and you can just drink at home, get drunk, and, you know, you're not next to them, but you can still talk. We can we can all still talk to each other. That's funny. Somebody sent
1: me a... I think I sent it to you, that picture of like, uh, Australian guy Chris. Um, the guy that does No More Heroes.
0: Australian guy Chris.
1: Yeah, the comedian. The, uh, oh, Chris Lilly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Chris Lilly. I think I just sent it to you. <laughs> Somewhere it's a right, picture yeah. of him. Yeah. And it's,
1: it's like, uh, <laughs> me, me, it says, I say, I miss my friends. And then my friends say, let's do FaceTime. And it's me again. And I say, no. <laughs> and they were like, that's you. that's you. And I was like, yeah, i is- doing
0: that. That's like, that's my favorite meme where the guy's laying on the ground and the guy's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. He's like, you want to go do something? He's like, I said, I'm doing nothing. I said, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> all right good episode thank you everybody for listening we stayed on topic pretty good on this one (laughs) yeah yeah hope everybody's safe stay stay strong stay at home go buy yourself a kiddie pool Uh, I need one miss you but not that much (laughs) all righty sir all right man let me see here Stop recording.